Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. For the college basketball team in town. Yes. It does seem like there is, is a, there are rays of sunshine and hope around that loss. Yeah, which, which I, I feel it may be appropriate. I think we're going to look up at the end of the year and St. Louis is going to be a really good team. And I, it's just going to be totally like, agree. It, it's going to be a, you're going to look at it as a, an opportunity where they could have gained or improved their profile, but like, it's not going to hurt their profile uh, whatsoever. I, I said in the open that I think they could be a sweet 16 team, St. Louis. Like Maybe. They, I mean, it, they have the makings of that type of team yep. that makes a deep run, a veteran point, good point guard, a bunch of multiple good, guards, a really good shooter. Oh, shoot. Yeah, really good shooters, I mean, veterans all over the Got place. Got a couple good bigs, you know. Yeah, no, I think it. I think that you know, I do think you know this Memphis basketball team, at least as currently constituted. So no Damari Franklin yet. It's flawed in a way. Penny's teams haven't been flawed since his first team here, in that you know, there isn't this overabundance of talent necessarily, and you know length on the perimeter especially. And I think you saw a little bit of that defensively last night. Um, you know, like I think his previous, you know, and it's not like the teams is, you know, the teams is second, third, and fourth years had their own flaws. Like this team, for instance, like they only had 10 turnovers last night. That was a 90-84 game, and they only had 10 turnovers. Can you imagine the mm. past couple years, them only having 10 turnovers in a game like that? No way. Nope. Like there are things this team does that are, much better than previous Penny Hardaway teams, but there are ways in which this team is more limited, I think, than previous Ooh. Penny Hardaway teams. Shooting. And, yes, shooting is that's, one. That's and, I, you know, I thought last night, you know, ultimately they have to be better than this. They took 31 three-pointers, and or 31 or 33 three-pointers, and that's exactly what St. Louis wanted them to do. Mm-hmm. They went right. They, I know they hit nine. You know, Jonathan Lawson hit a couple big ones there at the end of the first half. Keontae Kennedy hit, you know, finally hit one uh, for them. You know, they got, you know, guys hit some shots. Jaden hit some big shots in the second half. But that this is a team that needs to, they need to play like the Grizzlies did last year. Like, dominating points in the paint. That's how this team is going to eat offensively. Um, And they were getting out, they got bad, you know, they ended up losing 40-30. to in the points in the paint battle, but it was 24-8 at halftime um, in St. Louis's favor. And so... They out-rebounded them, too, didn't they? I mean, yes. They, yeah, I they, mean, you saw some flaws. They're relying on, frankly, unreliable people at the five position right now. Like, Malcolm has his, you know, like, we're ultimately, you saw in that game, he picked up two quick fouls. Mm-hmm. You couldn't count on him, um, unfortunately. 
and he seems like I he's 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 who Penny considers the best option right now. Mm. Penny clearly doesn't c- trust KO yet, and Chandler Lawson. I think is a nice player, but is probably, you know, a little out of position at the five at times, you know, when he's playing there. But I think he's a solid player. But he, you know, ultimately, it felt, you know, it felt like down at that position, Malcolm is the player who's best suited right now. And it's, you know, he's a, kind of an unreliable option ultimately. Uh, I said to John, I know he prefers to be at the four, but your best five right now is DeAndre Williams. It's yeah, so, it's and, go, and go that way. Put Chandler at the four. I, I, to your I think point going about him small being small is their best go, chance. Go small. It was good to you two years ago to end the season. They were mm-hmm. going small, but it's not what DeAndre wants to. It's not what makes him most comfortable. But yes. the, right now, he's the best five they've got. Yeah, no, I think if as long as you know, especially if you're not going to win the rebounding battle, anyways, you might as well uh, go small. But I, I think ultimately, um, you know, last night, I mean, they scored 84 points. I went and looked up. That would have been good enough to win all but one game last year. No doubt, 40 wow. plus in both um, yeah. 90 points is the most points a Penny Hardaway team has given up in a regulation game since his first season. Um, since Tennessee scored 102 in that first game at FedEx Forum his first year. And I think you saw, you know, they got to clean some things up defensively. Now... A lot of the things I, I think a lot of things will come together if they get Demaria Franklin back. I think he solves some issues for you. One, the way Penny has talked about him, like I haven't watched much Demaria Franklin. I've seen some clips from UIC, but like I've never really watched him play a game. But I'm so I'm going on what Penny said, and what Penny the way Penny talks about him, he talks about him as a linchpin, much like he talked about DeAndre Williams as a linchpin two three years ago when DeAndre Williams yeah, was having to sit out mm-hmm. and. You know, he says he's as good a perimeter defender as Alex Lomax, but he's also a little bigger. He's like 6'2", 6'3". It's still not big, but if you can start him next to Kendrick Davis and then that slides Alo into instead of playing 29 minutes as the two guard or whatever the this dual bat point guard look, he can, you know, like hopefully you can go back to the 20 minutes as a backup point guard that he probably should be. You know, because I'm not, I'm not in. The, I know he he was 0 for 8 last night, and people are always on him. You know, whenever he has a bad game, it feels like everyone is on him. And I think, I think he's a useful role player. I, I don't like. I don't think he is not worthy of playing for this team. Like some people seem to think. I think there is a role for him on this team that they, yeah. You know, frankly, yeah. they need him to fill at right. times. But he right is what now, he is. He's and, being asked right. to do too much. He's being right. asked to be do too much again. Now, this time it feels a little more out of necessity than previous times because of the Franklin situation. I think Jonathan Lawson showed some promising things last night that would suggest, you know, and given his size, like, you know, you want to try him out. I would want to see him more in that backcourt with Kendrick Davis. Especially right now while you don't have DeMaria, who's not yes. a shooter. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, you're going to need guys to hit shots. They're going to they're gonna zone you up. They're gonna That's going to be the book on you defensively. Yeah. And By so, the way, I thought that flagrant foul, that was a ridiculous call to kick him out of the game for that foul. A hundred percent. That was, like, ridiculous. I was like, I was like, maybe you call a flagrant, maybe, like a regular flagrant, maybe. But he got hand on ball. It was garbage. <laughs> it was a terrible call. Um, but regardless, um, 
but I think Franklin ties some things together for you. Perhaps. Um, that, you know, that, that will help quite a bit, I think. But in general, you know, the way they came back, you know, I, you feel pretty good about, you know, where they're headed and what, you know, what they are. Like, I don't even think Kendrick has played that well these first two games. Now, it would, it's a, if it's because he's nicked up and a little injured and injured with that ankle, well, that's something to think about because we just, it, like, this first two weeks is like the lightest part of the schedule in terms of frequency of games. Mm-hmm. If he's not getting healthy now, like, is he going to get healthy? You know, is he going to ever yeah. be, because it does feel like, you know, the commentator even mentioned it on the broadcast, Bob Wenzel. Like, he's like, I've seen Kendrick Davis play a lot. Like, it doesn't feel quite the same as the player I remember in I terms of I saw it at the end. Burst. It felt like he finally turned it on at the end. Yeah. That guy who can be the burst changed the game need, in a minute. I mean, like, they're, you know, they but, need him to be like DeAndre was last night at all t- Like, it felt like he scored, like, what's promising is he scored 18 points, and it felt like he really only had it for, as you put it, like six minutes end, of the right. game. Um, but him and DeAndre, if they're playing at a high level, Need them both dynamic. that team's not mm-hmm. – but they're, they're going to be hard to beat. Like, mm-hmm. they would have won that game if Kendrick had played, instead of six minutes having it on, had like 15 minutes where he had it on. I know it's, you know, a lot, but like at the same time, like it was that, felt he's that a close. preseason All-American. Yeah. He's not and quite he playing that at that difference. level through the first two games. And it's not – I think it's because he's hurt. I think it's because he's, you know, he's, this ankle thing is – Got him a half step slow, um, but that you know, at the same time they're one and one, and you know we looked it up yesterday, Jeffrey and I on Ken Palm. They have, they you know, Ken Palm classifies games as a game opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know, like right now we don't know the net rating, so we don't know quad one, quad two, all that. But right now, going into last night, Memphis had ten A games left on its on its schedule. Yeah. Last night was an A game, so. You think about it in those terms. To me, if you go like six and four in your A games, you're probably in a pretty good spot because that includes like your two Houston games, the Alabama Auburn game. I mean, in terms of Ken Palm rating right now, St. Louis is the fourth toughest opponent on their schedule. Alabama, Auburn, and Houston are the only teams ahead of them in the Ken Palm ratings among the other teams yeah. on their schedule. Um, so. You know, Dunfit, you were hoping to get an A game opportunity out of Florida State. That's not going to happen. That no. side of that bracket is no. I mean, the, not that what whole tournament hope. they're going to honestly, like Seton Hall is. That's it, what we're is, talking, I'm talking about. That with John is probably the best, best game you're going to get. One. Yes. Um, because Oklahoma's not great. Florida State's zero three now. Yes, they lost to Stetson, I believe. Um, they've lost to some bad now, teams. Stetson is a is a is a MF for now. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is that where? Is that where? Yeah, uh, that's, Donnie that's where Donnie is. Yeah. Donnie Jones has mm. Stetson lost yet? I mean, Stetson might they be. own Florida. <laughs> yeah, they they beat South Florida. Uh, they're two and zero, I think. UCF, I think, beat Florida State too. Yes, they mm-hmm. did. Um, yes, so they did. I, I I got a question for you for because you, you you we've held you too long. But about the future, uh, mm-hmm. Mikey's now signed up. That's what months to months. I was talking to. I was. I was messaging with Munns at like 1 a.m. last night, and he said, "Yeah, randomly, someone, someone from that camp, alerted him, him to know. the fact that both of them have signed." So this JJ class is going to be very young and very big mm-hmm. in terms of. Okay, Penny went one way this year with the experience. Just what are you thinking in terms of filling the holes? Because if you count up all these young guys, just well, 
How much younger are they going to be? Are we going to go from one of the most experienced teams this year in the country to back to one of the most inexperienced next year? Who who are the guys that can sort of offset that? Well, I think it'll be middle ground. So Munns was on our show on Monday and said this. He he said what he's been told is they're going in some form or fashion. They're going to be eight to ten new players on next year's team. That's how. That's how. Yeah, they how many of them are freshmen? It. We both expect they have six guys committed right now. Uh huh. As Munns put it, he would be stunned if all six of these guys end up on campus. Okay, I'm with that. John said that the entire way. But um, is Ashton one of your six? Is that du- Yeah, well, he commits, I believe, at 2.30 today. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Um, so were you counting him in your six, or does that make seven? I think that makes seven, uh-huh. technically, who there, are there's, committed. There's, there's no way all these kids are coming. This class you know? is he is a huge freshman class. It'll be interesting to see, I'll put it this way, tomorrow, who they because tomorrow is the end of the early signing period. They're going to have to have – whoever they have announced by then is the people who have signed. If they haven't announced them, it means they haven't signed. Right. And so it'll be interesting to see which guys haven't yeah. signed because yeah. I think that might be – Like David Tubek has not signed yet, correct? I believe – I don't think they've announced him. Yeah, that's one where you just – I think Tyler Johnson hasn't – they haven't announced but, but yet. Commit, Mikey and JJ they Tyler haven't announced yet. after those no, guys. I, you think I, he's I think, in for I the think, ride. I think Tyler is, is certainly in, good enough. Because of Borman. Yeah, right. He's coming, but I would think so. Tubek yeah. is clearly the he's the odd man out to me, at least. And then I know they've already announced Sharon Fan, but uh, you know, uh, you just well, I think I think uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. I think you know the Ryan Forrest kid. I know is right. Forgot about him. His, yeah, there's his, family ties like, there. But, yeah, but is is his you know will uh, he be here? Will he be here on staff still? I don't he's, know. Cl- that guy clearly is not good enough either. I mean, like it's just the. This is just the truth. Oh, that done. Yeah. yeah. And then, what's he, well, and then what's in, yeah. what? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.